gentlemen, we are on day four of Deliver Us From Evil. Day four on Deliver Us From Evil. So today we're going to go to Psalms 51 and 14. And we're going to be in the New International Version this morning. And it says, Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. So, as we know, so we know that David was, David was writing Psalms 51 as he is repenting. He is in full repentance mode. He is in full mode of, I have sinned. I have messed up. I'm trying to get back on the right track. Stay on the right track. And in order for me to do that, in order for me to do that, I have to really acknowledge where I've been and what I've done. David is not going through this phase for other people. He is not repenting for popularity. He is not repenting for people's, to appease people. He is not repenting, you know, as an outward show to people. He is really having a moment to where he is acknowledging his wrongdoing. And this is a conversation that he is having with God, a moment of transition that he is having with God after being confronted by Nathan regarding his affair with Bathsheba. So David says, I'm acknowledging God that I've sinned against you and you only. I have done a great wrong, but I acknowledge that I don't need to sit here and act like I'm the victim. Whew, my goodness. I don't need to sit here and act like I'm the victim. But I need to acknowledge the wrongs that I've done. He says, I'm after your heart. Because that's that's how it, it, it describes David. As we learn about him, when we, when we look at the different passages of scriptures in the Bible, we learn that David was a man after God's own heart. David saying, I'm after your heart. I love you. You have chosen me to be king when I've been overlooked. You have chosen me to, to, to be in a position of authority. He said, but I still need to be delivered from the stuff that I'm guilty of. Whew, hear me when I'm talking. There are still some things that I need to be delivered from. Not things uh, that I've said. Not things... Uh, that I've done things in addition to those things, but how I feel about what I've done. So David said, I don't just want forgiveness for what I've done. I want this feeling. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. And so guilt is simply the fact, not the opinion, not the appearance, not the perception. It is the fact of having committed a specific offense. And some of us, we are we, we, you know, other people 
look over it. Other people don't think it's big. Other people don't think it's major. Other people don't look at it like it's anything. But I need to be delivered from the guilt, the fact, the fact of having committed a specific offense. It's a fact. It's a fact. This is not, this is not just somebody's observation. This is how I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling this, the fact that I have committed the offense of bloodshed. So when we talk about the feeling and the emotion of guilt, it is simply self-accusation and self-condemnation where it don't take anybody else to tell you how you should feel about doing somebody wrong. You don't take anybody else having to tell you that you've, that, 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 that you've messed up. Guilt is me having that moment where I'm sitting in myself. Your friends shouldn't have to shouldn't have to point things certain things out to you. Your your spouse should not have to point certain things out to you. Nobody should have to point out to you what you've done. Again, today, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. So here's our first quote for today. Guilt is to the spirit what pain is to the body. That's our quote for today. Guilt is to the spirit what pain is to the body. Whoo, my God. Guilt is to the spirit what pain is to the body. And we know that pain, the pain that we have in our body, is what's, it is what lets you know something ain't right. Pain in your body lets you know that something is not right with wherever you're feeling that pain at. And so guilt is just like pain. Guilt is to the spirit what pain is to the body. I can act like I don't feel it. Because you know how we do with pain? We, we will walk around all day and be in pain. We'll walk around, our back hurt, our neck hurt, our arms hurt, arthritis got us in the knees, our ankles hurt, our feet hurt, our chest hurt, but we'll go around and act like we don't feel what we feel. We will ignore what we feel. But pain in the body and guilt in the spirit are the same things. You can ignore it, but you are receiving the alerts that you have not done something right. Guilt is the alert that we have not done something right. And how many times in our lives, how many times in a day does our guilt alert go off? After we've said what we've said, after we moved how we moved, after we've done how we've done, after we've acted like we've acted, after we've behaved like we behave, that alert going off. You can, again, you can act like you don't hear it. You can ignore it. You can act like you don't feel it. But you're receiving the alerts that you have not done something right. And it's not all the time that we've committed a crime, simply that we have committed an offense. Hmm. A lot of us are not guilty of committing crimes. Huh. But we are guilty of committing offenses. And just like there is a law against crime, there is also law against offenses. 
Mm. Oh, my goodness. When you have offended somebody, the Bible says when you if you if you have offended somebody, you what you need to do is is you need to when you stand to pray, you got to get that thing right. Cuz an offense, oh, oh, cuz an offense is spiritually what a crime is naturally. I'm talking good. Mm-hmm. When you know, when you know that that your brother or sister has an art with you, says lay your gift at the altar and go get it right, and then come back. That's how powerful an offense is. There are some immoral things that are not criminal things. There are immoral offenses that are not crimes. So just because it's not against the law of the land does not mean it's not against the law of God. It's not right. It's something that's not right. So David says, Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. I don't want to overlook. Here it is. I don't want to overlook what I know I have done. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Again, guilt is not something that's speculatory. Guilt is not something that is just pure pure perspective or perception. Guilt is fact. I don't want, Lord, I do not want to overlook what I know. Come here, little girl. What I know I have done. Say it with me. Lord, I do not want to overlook what I know I have done. Don't let me rest. Don't don't let me get comfortable. I don't want to overlook what I know I have done. And so many of us want to overlook it. So many of us want to sweep it under the rug. We want to hide it behind clothes in the closet. But Lord, I don't want to overlook what I know I have done. So David says, Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. Bloodshed is the killing or the wounding of a person. Mm-mm. I know that many of us have not gone to the extremity and to the severity of killing another person physically, but how have we killed somebody's marriage? How have we killed somebody's reputation? How have we killed someone's character? How have we wounded another person? How have we injured? The question is, uh, who have you wounded in your life? Yeah. Who have you wounded in your life? Who have you killed in your life? Lord, I don't want to overlook what I know I have done. Have we have many of us have assassinated the character of other people. I don't want to overlook what I know I've done. Who have you wounded in your life? We talk about who has wounded us, but the question is, who have we wounded? Who have you injured with your actions? Who have you injured with your words? Mm, mm. Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. Deliver me, listen, deliver me what I had a hand in doing. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Deliver me from what I had a hand in 
endured. Some of us were not guilty. We did. We weren't guilty from the sense of what we did, but we were guilty because we had our hand in that thing. We initiated that thing. We instigated a thing happening. We gave the order for it to happen. What have you had your hand in doing? So Lord, deliver me for what I had a hand in doing. Deliver me for what I had a part in. Because if I had not agreed with it, it would not have gone forward. If I had not uh, co-signed with a thing, it would not have occurred. Deliver me from what I had a hand in doing. You know you pushed it up. Like the kids say when we used to, uh, when we were younger, we used to say, you know you egged it on. And so a lot of us have moved beyond that. We've moved past it, but we have not asked for deliverance from it. Deliver me from what I had a hand in doing. You knew it was going to happen and didn't do anything to stop it when you could have. Lord, deliver me from what I had a hand in doing. Again, that's that alert. That's that alert. That alert going off. That alert going off. I should have said something. That's that alert going off. I should I shouldn't I shouldn't have engaged in that conversation. That's that alert going off. Mm, I should have stayed out of that. That's that alert going off. I shouldn't have texted that. That's that alert going. I shouldn't have responded back. I should not have replied back. That's that alert going off. Lord, deliver me from what I had a hand in doing. Whoo! Gracious alive, David. Mm, David said, "I can't. I can't move on." any further. I cannot go on any further. Oh, listen, I'm looking at Psalms 51 uh, in the Message Bible. And so we're in 51 and 14, right? From the New International Version. But I just happened to peek at it from the Message Bible. Let's look at, let me read this to you. Part of it says, and I'm only going to read a part of it. It says, God, make a fresh start in me. Shape a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. You hear me? He says, make a fresh. When we ask deliver, when we ask God for deliverance, when we're asking him, especially, especially for the day within the context of where we are today, Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. David says, make a fresh start in me. I need a Genesis week from the chaos of my life. So here it is. We are in uh, this week, Lord, deliver us from evil week. So this should be a Genesis week for us from the chaos of our life. Lord, deliver me from this guilt. Deliver me from this feeling. Deliver me from this pressure. Deliver me from this fact of what I've done, the killing that I've done, the wounding that I've done. Lord, I, I, whoo, Lord, it made me have a moment thinking that I could have had a hand and I've had part, not could have, that I have had part in someone being hurt. Something I could have stopped, but I didn't. Something that I could have changed, but I didn't. Something that I could have spoken up about earlier and I didn't. Lord, deliver me from this guilt, from this feeling that I have deep within my heart that if I had done something different, 
it may have been different for that other person. And so today I sit, I sit, I sit and saying, Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. I do not want this blood on my hands anymore. Says the Bible says, the Bible teaches us that if you have been given a word of warning for somebody, that you see the sword coming and you don't warn people. If you see destruction coming and you don't warn people, if you don't give them the word of conviction, if you don't give them that word of warning, then the Bible says that blood is going to be required of your hands. Lord, please forgive me and deliver me from the guilt of not giving out the warning alert. I'm sorry for what I had a hand in doing. I did not, I did not commit the act, but I helped lay the path. Forgive me for worried about people's perception more than I was about doing the right thing. And the power of guilt, the power of guilt should influence you and me and everybody to get it right. The power of guilt. There's, there, you know, guilt is not just a negative thing. Oh, you, this is the fact that you've done it. The fact is that you committed this offense. But guilt is also a positive thing because the power of guilt should influence each of us to get it right. We should confess. We should repent. We should apologize. And we should ask for forgiveness. The power of guilt should influence each of us to get right what we know we've done wrong in. I should have said more. Deliver me from that guilt. I should have done more. Deliver me from that guilt. I should have been more protective. Deliver me from that guilt. I should have been more hard. I should have been more bold about it. Deliver me from that guilt of bloodshed. Feeling that it's my fault. Saying that it's my fault. It was my responsibility. It happened on my watch. Nita, sis, it happened on my watch. Your guilt, your guilt should influence you to get it right. Will you get it off of your chest by acknowledging it, not by hiding it, not by overlooking it, not by ignoring it. Because remember, guilt is to the spirit like pain is to the body. Get it off your chest by acknowledging it, changing your ways. Be remorseful. Say you're sorry and ask for a release from the offense. Lord, deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed. I do not want to overlook what I know I have done. Listen, beautiful people, that's all the time I got for today. I appreciate you for riding with your girl on the morning shift where shift happens. I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad channel. I love y'all. Peace.